Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. Fightful Wrestling Podcast, March 27th edition, and we are on the road to Fightful Mania. Look at that, you buttes. For those of you not watching the video portion, we have a Fightful Mania sign. Because that's how we roll over here. If you missed last week's shows, we have the video-only Matt Riddle broadcast. Go check that out. We have Shane Helms talking his WrestleMania experiences. You might sit there and think, oh, well, Shane didn't have that many. That's sort of why I wanted to talk to him about it. I wanted to find out how he felt being put on kickoff shows and how he felt being left off of shows literally two weeks after beating The Rock, how he felt being one of the top merch sellers in the company but not being put on some of these shows also, I did want to find out what he, what he thought of winning the hardcore title at WrestleMania, re- working with Ric Flair at WrestleMania, working in Battle Royals and as a Lumberjack in these shows. He has some great stories there. Go check that out. As always, you can get early access to those shows by registering at Fightful.com. It's absolutely free, no credit card required. I did a members-only show on Friday that will never be released like later, earlier, anything. It's just members so go check that out i'm doing another one this weekend uh i think friday i think me and my wife are going to review the belco experiment because that's what we do here but um we've got a host of podcasts for you this week i'll tell you about those here in a little bit i'm joined tonight i can't put it off any longer he's here he still has a job despite the terrible flow rider joke he made earlier. That was excellent, and you know it. <laughs> if you can't appreciate a good pun, man, I'm, I'm sorry. It wasn't even a good pun. It was just, it was just a great damn joke. It was perfectly timed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you knew it was coming too. That's, that's how you're not getting your own members only show anytime <laughs> soon after that. Like I talked NCAA basketball. I talked. I actually talked about how I found each of the fightful members. On each of these shows, I will explain to people how I joined and why I left certain places that I worked, like One Wrestling and What Culture and Wrestling Inc., and how I ended up at Fightful.com. But uh, we'll do a little bit of everything on those shows. Register, get early access. 
But we have live coverage coming at you all from everything. Evolve, progress, beyond, uh, WWE and Super Show, NXT, WrestleMania. We're opening up that WrestleMania live coverage and discussion at noon on Sunday. That way you all can come over. You can get your little snack trays. You can get your veggie trays. Dip them in that disgusting ranch that you all eat. Shove them in your face and type little comments. I'll be there. Your boy will be there. Alex, what did you think of tonight's show? Um, ups and downs, but you know it's it's a WrestleMania go home show uh, where they feel the need to plug all the things that we already know are going to be in in the thing. Um, it was it was it was fine overall. It was fine. The, the The last segment was terrible, but overall, it was fine. I will say the ending to the last segment was terrible. The beginning of it was pretty good. We got uh, Heyman speaking Hebrew, so that was fun. Yeah, that was something. That was something. I'll run through the show. I'll do that sort of thing. By the way, guys, I'm leaving that Matt Riddle and Shane Helms podcast open this week. We are doing uh, mailbag episodes. Send me your questions. Send them on Twitter or on Fightful.com. We're going to ask them anything you all want. And I mean anything. Matt really doesn't care. Shane really doesn't care. So, uh, yeah, get your questions in, guys. Anything about Impact Wrestling, Evolve, uh, Matt Riddle and why he hates Goldberg so much. A lot of people are like, Matt's a mark. No, Matt's a fan. He goes and watches the wrestling show that he's on after he's done wrestling. So he's going to be a fan about stuff. hate to tell you guys that. We had this opening segment with (laughs) Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, and Nia Jax. And this was rough around the edges, to say the least. Yes, it was. The promo work, while, and, and I'll say this, it was a terrible promo, and it was much better than the usual Sasha Banks promo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, they're her, really heel so tendencies, in- her heel tendencies help her out, but yeah. she was tripping over her words. Now, here, here's the one. Our own Hustle, uh, you can follow him at Hustle the Savage. He writes The Spare Room. He noted that Bailey was yelling. <laughs> she would be like, I am going to WrestleMania. I will defend my women's championship. Like she, you pick, you got to carefully select the words that you yell. Like, I don't like, I'm not like, Hey guys, this is your boy. Sean Ross sap. I don't do that. You got to pick them. You, yeah. And boy, you select <laughs> the words that you yell. Yeah. yeah. She didn't do that. No, no, this is another one of those things where I, I do feel like Bailey is, much better just being natural. Uh, you know, you, you see that uh, I did a little, uh, little article about she was interviewed for something and they asked her about their Snickers commercial that she did, which is a delight where she gets to be like hangry Bailey, which is basically just Bailey just being a, a little, little shit to everybody. And that's fun. And then she talked about how much fun she had doing, commercial like she got she had to do it over and over again she got to mess up the room over and over again in different ways she was really disappointed because they did one take where she did an elbow drop to the couch and they didn't use it like like she's genuinely a really fun nice person that you would want to hang out with and then they they write her and then they i I, somebody's got to be coaching her to say stuff like that because i don't remember her doing that in nxt it's weird um yeah, none of the promo work in, in, in this segment was, was great. Um, you know, they're really p- 
pushing hard, sowing the seeds of dissension between Sasha and Bailey, which either means that's definitely going to happen or they're really, really trying to swerve us, you know? So I don't know. Last plug for now, guys. Subscribe to us, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Leave us a thumbs up and also tweet this link out. Let people know that we are on the air right now. Uh, Nia Jax's selling is comical. She gets oh, hit man. and she turns away and she's like, then she looks right back every single time. She's like, <laughs> it's, Bra- it's really annoying. Braun used to be that way and he's gotten better. I yeah. wonder if they've had him working one on one with whoever teaches him how to do that stuff. And he's just being devoted to Braun 100%. And now that Braun's got it down, that guy can switch over and teach Nia because she needs it. She's, it's, not, it's not working out. Um, what do you think about them switching this from a fatal four-way to an elimination match? Also, what do you think of them not realizing that it can't be a fatal four-way if it's an elimination match? Because the fatal part of the fatal four-way means that anyone can win with the first pin. I don't know. I remember them calling them fatal four-way elimination matches before. But – Oh, whatever. I guess my, my, my nobody's actually dying in this match, that's Alex. True. My, that's my, what you're my, getting at. The, the the point of a fatal four way to me, especially when it's a championship match, is the champion doesn't need to get pinned to lose the title. Yeah. When it's an elimination match, obviously the champion could get pinned and then go out, and somebody else wins in that way. But but to me, to feel like they're doing this to to make sure Nia is first out. You know hey, I, mean? I don't know the, the, the mandates on their terminology. I, bu- I bought a rule book over there That's that just true. is them burying every rule that they actually yeah. have. So, yeesh. My, 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 yeesh, man. Yeah. My thoughts on, on this are that they're, they made it to the elimination. So, Naya goes out first, being pinned by all three women at the same time. And then, and then to me, what you, what you should do is have Charlotte go out next and then have Sasha versus Bailey for like 10 minutes. That'd be great. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We are going to predict these WrestleMania matches, or I'll have you give your prediction on these WrestleMania matches because I'm doing a preview show Wednesday with Jimmy. By the way, guys, last week's show with Jimmy was our most downloaded yet. Uh, You all are really liking that show. Hey, you're not going to find another show with an eccentric millionaire and the guy he hired to run a wrestling site anywhere else. Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, Nia Jax. This is the, the, the four-way elimination match. How do you think that goes on Sunday? By the way, you will also be here with me, what, I Saturday will. and Sunday for post-NXT yeah. and post-WrestleMania. Uh, like I said, I, with the eliminations thing, I feel like Nia's got to go out first. Uh, I would go out, I would have Charlotte go out next, and then I would tease the heel turn of, of Sasha versus Bailey in their one-on-one I would have Bailey win, and then I would have Sasha really turn on her after the match, setting up your future program there. Uh, from what I hear, there, there's no plans. Uh, the rumors are there's no plans for Bailey to drop the title anytime soon. So if they're going to do that, I hope that there's some fresh matchup there, and she can go against uh, Sasha because the stuff they did in NXT was straight fire. Yeah. Uh, also, in my notes for this match, I said that Bailey's rope hung, twist of fate. It looks really bad. She needs to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. There's a cool sequence where everybody hits big moves, and Bailey ends up winning. Nia Jax attacks after the match. I thought this this match accomplished what it was supposed to do, but unfortunately, the crowd did not want this at nope. this time. By the end of it, they were okay with it, but they just didn't want it. No. Backstage, weird, Sami Zayn says, "What weird crowd tonight?" Yeah. Like it's uncharacteristically. Not really, it 
yeah. docile. Yeah. Sami Zayn says that he misses Mick Foley. He wants to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, but Stephanie says that he has to beat Kevin Owens in an ODQ match tonight to get in. Now, this is continuity, Alex, because right. you <laughs> criticized her for making him earn his way into the Battle Royal or the Royal Rumble. It's just him. It's just him. And that's fine by me. But I feel like she should say, listen, you don't get to do this. I get to decide who's in there. But I, I love that. No. You know, you know what she needs to say after she says, or you're fired. And then she turns away and she goes, you fucking ginger. <laughs> That's what she needs to say. She just hates redheaded guys. That'd be funny. She just hates redheaded guys. <laughs> That's like, it. Then she should go after Jack Gallagher after that. And it'd be great. And Seamus. Yeah. Just, just I mean, weird. come on. Her, her husband had a long time feud with the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, uh, I old book uh, red. I liked, I liked this. I do think it's funny that Mojo Raleigh can cut, call his shot, and join the the, the Honor of the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, but Sami Zayn can't. Different shows, I guess. Uh, my honest thought was when they added this stipulation that if he doesn't beat Kevin Kevin Owens tonight, not only is he not in the Honor of the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, but he's fired. Uh, I well, thought he, I thought he should have lost. And there are excuses for Mojo to be able to call his shots because even though she's on Raw, Stephanie McMahon's going to pull some strings for him because he's Gronk's buddy. That's true. And she's a Patriots fan. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The chances we see Gronk as the celebrity entrant in the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. There ain't no way the Patriots are letting that happen. There ain't <laughs> no way they can't keep him on the field as is. I know, I know. I know he wants to, though. Oh, yeah, of course he does. Uh, I love that Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens is always the go-to because I have seen a lot worse filler on Monday Night Raw than Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and their Fight Forever feud, I'm down with it. Right. There wasn't a lot of wrestling in this episode of Raw. So if the wrestling you're going to give me is Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I'm not going to complain about that. They should just keep, yeah, just do that forever. That's fine. Um I, I did think it was a great opportunity for them to get him on SmackDown, just as Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon to screw you to Stephanie McMahon to sign him tomorrow and then have him win the Memorial Battle Royal on Sunday and then take the title over back over to SmackDown again just to screw with Stephanie McMahon. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, this is I'm all for anything to keep Sami Zayn somewhere on the card because of the great year that he's had. Backstage, Anderson and Gallows attack Cesaro and Sheamus with a ladder. We are finna get a ladder match. <laughs> we sure are. Yeah, it's not going to be my the thing that I wanted, which would be the eight-man cruiserweight number one contenders uh, ladder match, something like that. But uh, sure, any ladder match is a good ladder match for me. So Teddy GPS 718 on Twitter sent me tweet of the night. He says, I have enough faith in Gallows to think he is trolling with that tan. He looks like Hellboy. It's true. He it does. is accurate. It is accurate. I will say that I showed that to uh, one of my contacts at WWE, and they thought it was hilarious. And this is a person that has worked with Gallows for quite some time. So, you know, uh, I think he knows what's up. Yeah, I do think that he knows what's up. We get some really awesome video packages on this show, and we're not going to break them down one by one, but damn, WWE does this so well. They produce these incredible videos that get you hyped for the show. I mean, I remember 
the WrestleMania where Miz was headlining, and they, they put on that Miz Hate Me Now with the Nas and P. Diddy yeah. song. It was incredible, and they didn't disappoint tonight either. No, the, the one that sticks out in my mind is the Triple H Seth Rollins one, where they have a shot that is that – is, it's top five all time with Triple H – as the king on the throne with the skull mask and the crown in his wrestling gear and Triple H, the creator, walking around the throne, kind of looking himself over, dramatic lighting, Metallica playing in the background. That's that's my shit. That was so great. That was excellent. Um, yeah, there's they, they do this stuff so well. Uh, it, the, the kind of hype that they get out of those things. It's one of those things where you can go back and watch old pay-per-views on the network and have not watched the several months build to whatever match it is, but they'll show it to you in two and a half minutes and go, wow, I'm psyched for this. I have no idea why I care about this match, but now I do. I want to re- reiterate one of my tweets from earlier. What kind of janky-ass dork music did they give Noam Dwar? Mm. That music sucks. Yeah. yeah, It's terrible. They didn't really think very hard about any of the Cruiserweight uh match Cruiserweight guys' uh, themes, but that one is particularly not great. Although it sounds kind of like a bad Oasis song, and he's like a huge Oasis fan. I mean, that's why that's why his name is Noam, because it's Noel and Liam Gallagher from... I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. As I mentioned last week in my notes, my podcast notes, which drop uh, Tuesday and Wednesday at 8 a.m., Austin Aries has not been getting these quick matches, like been getting quick matches because they wanted to work off the ring rust uh, before a WrestleMania match. Neville was pretty solid on commentary, and my only other note was that I love the discus five arm, but I hate the name. Yep. Yeah, I, I love it especially as the prelude to The Last Chancery, which I think is a really cool-looking, mm-hmm. very, very well-executed uh, submission finisher. I love when they shoot it from the front and you can see upside down Austin Aries crazy eyes. Yeah. Like, I love that. That's great. Um, the, the, yeah, the five arm is a terrible name, but a great, a great move. Uh, I, I do like uh, Austin Aries in this. Um, I think it, it, they've already announced that this match between him and Neville is going to be on the kickoff show, which is like, I really think could be the, could, could be the best wrestling match of the entire night. And it's going to be on the kickoff show. I hope it's not in the dreaded Ryback and Kalisto um, slot where there were 12 people in the stadium last year. But Well, that, there, a lot of that was because of I, the the error. Right. And I'm wondering stadium. if – because if anything like that happens this year, you could see the same thing, and that would be terrible. Well, the thing is, have you seen the aerial view of the stadium? Well, oh, you yeah. posted the video. Yeah, yeah. I, I keep saying I'm not going to be at WrestleMania, but technically I think the ramp starts right outside of my house. <laughs> So I think I'll be there. I'll be able to interview people as they leave Gorilla. <laughs> you leave Gorilla, which is somewhere yeah. outside of Lexington, Kentucky, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. People keep asking about my shirt. It is a Catch is Catch Can Wrestling shirt. You all know where to find that. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Who do you think's winning this Austin Aries uh, Neville match? Because we'll go ahead and approach that now. By the way, yeah, I love the storytelling and that it set up the last chancery, and it's Austin Aries saying, "You got the rings of Saturn. I got this. I'll match you one for one." Yeah. Um, 
I, I guess Neville. Um, I, I think that he that there's there's more they can do with him versus other guys on on the on that roster that are that are baby faces that need a a quick program. Like you could do one at payback with him and Mustafa Ali, a one off. Let them tear the house down. They had an amazing match on 205 Live that nobody watched because it was on 205 Live. But they're they're great together. Let them have a great one in front of a big crowd. Put over Mustafa Ali, you know, get something going. Once you put it on Austin Aries, like who does he feud with? Tony Nice? Like I don't want to see that. Speaking, speaking of great matches nobody watched, Nakamura TJ Perkins a few weeks ago on NXT had a hell of a match. Yeah, it was good. Damn, I forgot how good TJ Perkins could be. Yeah, he can he can be really and- great when they let him go. And he's head scissoring people and then dabbing while he does it. I'm like, you did that with Nakamura. He's gonna kick your face off. Well, that was great because Nakamura got up and dabbed in his face too, and so it's it's good. Yeah, it's Nakamura stuff. It's great. We have a segment with Triple H and Seth Rollins. Uh, Triple H makes Seth Rollins sit down and says, "Good boy." Triple H uses a very clever one-legged man and ass kicking contest line, and then says, "You know why they say that?" Because no one-legged man has won an ass-kicking contest. Ever! <laughs> I was waiting for him to go full, like, stepbrothers and be like, even if there was a fire! Like, <laughs> I, was, I was ready for it. They, they have been adding little subtle apologies to the yeah. Shield from Seth Rollins, and it's awesome. It's really it's good. This, this whole angle's come out much better than I thought it was going to. Uh, they they had this really great opportunity starting back in August when Triple H originally screwed over Rollins and gave the title to Owens to build this thing for that many months toward WrestleMania. And then they forgot about it. I mean, they didn't forget about it. They just intentionally programmed elsewhere for, for, for Rollins uh, for, for months. And then finally it came around. And as soon as it did, then Rollins got hurt. You know what I mean? It was this. It was this. This perfect opportunity for this huge build, um, and it's still going to be great. But they've kind of like ramped everything up over the past few weeks, and it's. Uh, I'm really looking forward to to this match now. Yeah, um, maybe Sheamus isn't wrestling Sunday. Uh oh. Let me show you why. Uh oh. This was just retweeted for those of you who can see it. That's gross. <laughs> Yeah. That's sick. That's not... Uh... Um, that's unfortunate. For those of you who can't see, it's on Tommy Dreamer's Twitter. Boy, Seamus got busted open nasty. Something yeah. nasty. Hey, you know what? <laughs> they wouldn't do it in a million years. They wouldn't do it in a million years. But if he can't go, I wouldn't be mad if they let the Kings of Wrestling reform there. But it ain't happening. Oh it ain't God. happening. They're not letting Cassius Ono do that, even though he's no. not wrestling the night before. Worst guys to have on deck, though. If if they if they if they're not going to have that team win the titles anyway, I think Cesaro should pick somebody to uh, to team with mm-hmm. him that night. That'd be like kind the of thing fun. is, even if he can wrestle, I don't know how he wouldn't have a concussion from that. Well, yeah, Man, I mean that's. A lot of times it's not necessarily the force behind it, but the sharp edge that did it. So it's possible he doesn't have a concussion, mm-hmm. but he got cut open by the ladder there. You know, like, uh, I, I don't know. Wait, like he, he, was, was he was busted open as he was leaving. That's not good. Um, 
I, I wouldn't mind actually. I don't know how you have you could do this on on their Facebook Live or or a YouTube video of have, have Cesaro like ask somebody he trusts to be his partner just mm-hmm. for the night, you know. And they're not going to win, but it'd be kind of fun to to see who he who he would do because I do not need to see a just Gallows and Anderson versus just Enzo and Big Cass ladder match. Oh yeah, they've got plenty of people to pick from too. Lots of people to pick from. Even if it's a one-off, I mean, good God, you've got a million guys to pick from. You should pick Sami Zayn. That's what I was thinking the same thing. Rollins is really – well, they're both outstanding here, and the Philly crowd just doesn't care nope. for whatever reason. Rollins says that he gave up everything that he was to stand next to Triple H, and it was for nothing. Triple H attacks Rollins. Rollins counters. They go back and forth. Eventually, Rollins sends Triple H from the ring. This was just incredible. This was a great segment. There, there was a one of those a line that was perfectly like it was. It was the right guy to deliver it. It was well written. It was perfectly delivered. It was the right moment that I, it was one of those times where wrestling acting like gave me chills, and that was Seth mm-hmm. Rollins looking across the table at Triple H and saying, "You know, I really liked myself before I met you." Like that was just just the way he did it was so simple and natural, and you could tell there was a little kernel of truth about the guy that Tyler Black used to be, the guy who who as he said would wrestle for a hot dog and a handshake at uh, you may mention the like, it was the Armory in Philadelphia something like that yeah like that that guy is gone now, you know what I mean? And it, it's just the idea of that's what I used to be, and I know I'm not that now. I so I sold a piece of myself. When I when I screwed over my best friends in the whole world, that little shield nod that you mentioned, all of that was so so great. It was that's uh, that's the type of those are the type of little Easter eggs and nuances that I want as a viewer. I want to be reminded of this stuff without saying cut to the video, yeah, and stuff like that. I want it to be done in a more perhaps a more cerebral way. We had an over-the-top-rope challenge. Now, guys, correct me if I'm wrong. This, I think, was the first time this type of match has ever happened. It was yeah. a gauntlet battle royal. It wasn't a Royal Rumble. You get eliminated, then the next guy comes out. You get eliminated, mm-hmm. then the next guy comes out. Hardbody Mahal and Samurai Bo Dallas both get eliminated by the Big Show. Then the Shining Stars. After that, Axel, Goldust, R-Truth, and... Uh, Come in, all those people toss up the big show, then he beats up everybody. I guess Braun Strowman's in this match because he came out and he said, I could come in there and kick your ass if I wanted to. But that's what these people want. I really wish they would stop doing that. The, these people. Why do they give a shit what the people think? (laughs) They're real heels. They just don't give a shit either way. Whether they make them happy or not. Yeah. Those are just – they're not heels anymore. They're trolls. It's, it is one of those things of like – Trolls. Um, uh, it's the way you would explain to a, a six-year-old why the bad guys do what the bad guys do because, mm-hmm. because everybody wants them to do one thing, so they know that if they do the opposite, people will boo them. And I feel like that's how somebody explained it to Braun Strowman – and he's still just doing it that way. <laughs> he's telling the story that way. Uh, I do whatever I want. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I guess we're getting Braun and uh, and Big Show meeting at some point during that big battle royal. This whole match made no sense to me. 
because because once everyone got in the ring, then the, the guys that show already eliminated, they got in the ring, they helped mm-hmm. eliminate him. Then he got back in the ring and destroyed everybody. And there was no winner of the match. Correct. And they just played his music. Like there was no match. That, that the match didn't have an ending. Like it wasn't even a match. Just call it like just have Big Show come down, people attack him. Like it wasn't actually a match. Because no So who win- who wins this match at WrestleMania? The Battle Royal? It's gotta be Braun. If it's yeah. any, And I, I like I said, I would love it if he eliminated everybody. Because this is one of those Every ones single where Everyone starts in the ring at the same time. Nobody's huh. not one at a time. So everyone starts in the ring. It's just him and a bunch of people. So we have we have we we have what five six confirmed entrants now. A little more. Well, assuming that those people who came in the over the top rope challenger right. in, well, I guess we're assuming, assuming. those people are in. Um, but as far as guys like people who actually have a shot at it, who who, who are who are named people. <laughs> Sami Zayn, Big Show, and Braun Strowman. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So uh, we're going to get people ne- uh, tomorrow on SmackDown who who are you know who are who possible yeah. winners. But but I feel like the Vaude villains will probably be in it just to get eliminated. Uh, you know, shining stars. So all these people should just be one at a time, just tossed out uh, by by Braun and Big Show until it's just the two of them. That's fine by me too. Now, interesting, Curtis Axel is in this segment because I actually wanted to talk about him for once, kind of. Yeah. WWE did what they often do, what they did with The Rock, what they did with Brock Lesnar. They sent him to work with Goldberg. Goldberg didn't bump when they worked together. (laughs) He said, I'm saving it for WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) He says, he's he's saying in... uh Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like I think he said it to Edge and Christian on their podcast. He's like, "Oh no, no, I got it in me. Just be like, listen. You can either be Mike Tyson who knocks the guy out in one punch, or Evander Holyfield who goes twelve rounds. Why would you want to be Evander Holyfield when you could be Mike Tyson? I'm Mike Tyson. Sure you are, sweaty dad. Sure you are. You know, yeah. Like- Evander Holyfield beat the shit out of Mike Tyson. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Um, listen, they sent a guy to train with him. So he could learn, so he could get into shape to actually wrestle a real match. And he said, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Do you know how much heat by association I'm getting over Matt Riddle constantly calling out Goldberg? No. Like, it ain't a tough formula, guys. Come on. If you're watching this show, you know what's up. You know I'm like, hey, Matt, how about Goldberg? He says some crazy shit. 
I write it in an article, we publish it, we make an ad out of it, people yeah. come and visit. Yeah. But do you know how many people, how many people are mad at Matt Riddle over that? Like fans, wow. not WWE, they don't give a shit about that. No. They, well, there, I mean, there was, he, he, he lit- Matt literally said about Triple H, he can't keep my name out of his fucking mouth. Right. And they were even more interested in him than they were right. before. They know all, yeah. No, but these fans, there was this one guy who commented on, on our Brock Lesnar wouldn't last two minutes with me. This one guy who said, oh, typical yeah. little man, you come with me, Matt Riddle, I'll put you down. I'm like, who's this guy? Douglas Columbus, I guess is the guy. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's the guy, so, that's his name on our, on our uh, discus feed. So keep in mind, Goldberg revealed that he, before all this, before he started getting big getting ready for mania he was about 230 235 matt's about 215 right. with a successful ufc background yeah. so uh not as much little man as people think no by the way guys i have an interview with frankie kazarian coming up tomorrow where we talk about the wwe ring of honor rumors his band uh christopher daniels he wrestles on Supercard of honor this weekend also carlos toro's interview with sexy star coming up soon uh, she debunked a rumor that she is retired. Every other website on the internet was like, oh, sexy stars retired. No, she's not. And when you have a Spanish language speaking badass like Carlos Toro, you can go straight to the source and get the answer. And he did so. Uh, so uh, shout outs to him for that. Also, we got all hands on deck for this weekend. Coverage around the clock. Even Rampage versus King Mo on Friday. Lots of neat stuff. Neville defeated Jack Gallagher. I hate this purple ropes bullshit. I hate the purple ropes, but I love these two in the ring together. Yeah, like fun stuff, good stuff. That stuff that that shit they did at Fastlane was great. You know what I mean? Like it's this is why I say I want Neville to keep the belt for a while because you could do this every month, build up some other baby face to have a cool. 15 minute showcase with Neville and you can have Neville win, but I mean like that match with, uh, with Gallagher, they had at fast lane. That was, that was anybody's match for most of the night. Um, I, uh, I really do uh, like all the things that they did in this match tonight as well. I thought it was really, really odd that did you, did you catch Michael Cole's reference with the umbrella that he pulled out where he said, Burgess Meredith's not gonna like that. Do you know? I did not. <laughs> Burgess Meredith is. Burgess Meredith is the guy who not only played Mickey in the Rocky movies, but he also played the Penguin in the original campy Batman series, and he carried around an umbrella. That's how far back into the recesses of time that Michael Cole had to pull that reference to come in. Like Burgess Meredith's not gonna like that. Oh, my God. Usually it's not him doing that either. Oh, man. Usually it's not him. Also, as I caught up on NXT this week, God, it's a, it's a horse that I've beaten dead, and it's not as bad on the main roster. It's Tom Phillips in particular. I counted on one episode. He uh, called moves as, oh, 49 times. Yeah. 49 times. That is stupid and inexcusable. If somebody you forty nine times, uh, I'm pretty sure he would have called that sick Gallagher headbutt the same way. Also, that awesome Neville German suplex. Those that, were 
that great spots in the match. That ring, that ring ropes bounce assisted release German suplex that he his, he's done to, to Jack a couple of times. It just looks so vicious. It's great. I love that. I it's also the, lo- these these guys seem to have fewer limitations, but they seem to have some. Yeah, yeah. But I I I do like like I said the way these two guys work together. Uh, Neville is basically he's this really great. Not only is he great as his in ring persona and playing this part but i feel like he's really helping all of these uh younger cruiserweights along like getting these showcase matches with him and teaching them all these ways of basically being a wwe wrestler because none of these guys had to go through nxt to get up to the main roster you know what i mean they're they're working those matches down down in there a lot of them are actually taking the classes apparently in the performance center but but he's kind of like an in like an on the job training for them and it's great uh I do think it's weird to call it the Rings of Saturn if it's not Saturn using it. Uh, it's a butterfly crossface, so they it's should. An call it. It's an ode. It's an ode to Saturn. And he's a butterfly. He's the man that gravity forgot. Come on. Right. I suppose. I I, I do think they should just call it the butterface. It's the butterfly crossface. Listen, this is incredibly inappropriate, but it's maybe the funniest comment I've ever seen on our YouTube. It says. I once also wrestled for a wiener and a handshake, but my trip to the bar has nothing to do with this wrestling podcast. <laughs> Way to go, Davey Lewis. You, you, you got the mention. You got the mention. We paid attention to you. You did good. Yeah. You did good. I'll give you credit where credit is due. Uh, Neville connects with a superplex, wins with the rings of Saturn. Aries in the, is in the back, dancing with New Day, gyrating his, his hog saying that he's going to win the cruiserweight title. Okay, sure, whatever. you got to get the New Day on the show somehow. Like, what Are they, they going to host the show completely in pre-tape? What's up? I don't know. It's weird. I mean, they, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it, okay, here's the other thing about the New Day. Um, they were at the New York Stock Exchange today, and they revealed what their uh, ice cream is. Yeah? It's Otter Pops. It's a little freezy pop that you take out of the – you slip the end, and it says New Day Pops on it. Yeah. It's, it's, it, that's all it is. I was promised ice cream. This, that's, not, that's a freezy pop. That's not ice cream. That's a, yeah. that's a popsicle. That's, that is – flavored me, water. Yeah. That's, that's not what I was – I was promised ice cream, good sirs. That's not okay. I want ice ain't cream. First, ain't the first time, my friend. Yeah. The next segment is called Whose Yard Is It Anyway? Yep. Roman Reigns was phenomenal. I love the fact that he is not scared a single bit of The Undertaker. He really soaks up the booze, says that he doesn't care about The Undertaker, says it's, it's his yard. Undertaker shows up on the screen, and this was weird. It was so bad. Why is he putting dirt back in the hole that he just dug? He dug a grave, and now he's filling it in with the dirt that he dug out of that grave. Well, you know what? Maybe that's archive footage. Maybe those are some of the 29 holes that he once dug, and now he's got to fill it with dirt because he's back in. Fill it with holes. Right, yeah, because otherwise he's got just 29 holes in his yard. He's got to fill those back in. Yeah, like he, that's a problem. Yeah, I, di- I did like how, how they sent the intern to Kinko's to make that Roman Reigns uh, uh, died on April 2nd, 2017 poster, and they lazily glue-sticked it onto that styrofoam tombstone uh that was if you come the close-up you could really see how it's like bubbling up uh that was funny uh i do think it's kind of cool that 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 
Taker's in such bad shape that he has to tell, he's resorted to teleporting everywhere now. Uh, yeah. It takes him too long to walk. Like they, there's countless jokes on the internet about um, that giant ramp at, at or uh, the camping world stadium. He better well, start you, walking. You know now. he's floating. You know he's floating to that yeah, ring. He's floating. Yeah, he'll he'll bring back the people mover from uh, WrestleMania three for him for that. Uh, but th- it was weird that like, he teleported there and he did his little thing. Um, uh, it was weird that Roman Reigns didn't do anything to him, and he didn't do anything. To Roman Reigns after the spear oh, last week. Oh well, he did. He donged Roman Reigns. That's true. He did dong him. The lights go out. Reigns was officially donged. Taker's in the ring. Ryan Satin retweeted a funny video of the Undertaker scrambling into the ring. That was kind of, that's kind of cute. Taker's weave was on point tonight. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Who's uh, winning? I got Reigns. I think it should be Reigns. Well, it's it's going to be Reigns. And yes, I think it should be Reigns if they do something with this. If it's just, damn, isn't Reigns a badass? If that's what comes out of it, then I'm not for it. Like you can't. Yeah, I guess it could be perceived that way. Could you know it? what I mean? Like, because I feel like that's what it is. Is like, because because Vince loves alpha males, and so what is this supposed to be? It's like the old alpha male and the Undertaker, and the new alpha male in. And like when I when you watch nature shows and they show the young the young guy trying to take over the pride of lions and they have a big fight and then the old guy yeah. dies and then the young guy gets to have sex with all the chicks. That's what Vince McMahon thinks wrestling is. You know what I mean? So that's this weird thing of like I feel like he's just going to beat the undertaker and he's going to be perceived as like wow what a badass and then he moves on and continues just being this generic badass not not a face not a heel we're supposed to cheer for him but not if you don't want to because that's okay too like it's just weird this whole thing that they're doing with this nebulous like I, i hate the idea that they think it's fine for half of their audience like uh, uh, if he wins on on at, at wrestlemania and just as like smirky roman like i won haha my yard now sucks to be you and then he shows up on on wrestlemania the the raw after wrestlemania that crowd's going to eat him alive sure but and, and this is the thing if he plays a dominant i don't give a fuck about you or your your grandpa that i wrestled last night yeah and beat somebody's ass. I'm I, sign me up, dude. If he's playing babyface in peril to Braun Strowman again, then I don't know about that. Yeah, but I mean, ultimately, I got to see how it plays out. But I think Roman Reigns is the right call to win this match. But but this it's is- not the shades of gray. It, it's not the in between. It's them. It's forcing a narrative, and you can't force a narrative. Right. You gotta just right. There's, you got to embrace whatever it is that gets over, and that type of thing would get over. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff they could they they could do with this that would make it great. I just don't have confidence they're going to. Um, yeah, and and yeah, in this match, absolutely, he he should beat the Undertaker, but not not this this. Please don't let this be the last match the Undertaker wrestles at WrestleMania. Like th- there should have been like I bet you, you know, it's very possible that that Taker, the guy behind Taker, Mark Calloway, doesn't want fanfare for his last match. Mm-hmm. He seems like a pretty chill dude who doesn't need a, a, a like a you know a, a Ric Flair gimmick where every match he wrestles is the last match until he loses whatever. 
Like that well, thing. On, on the other hand, he did show up to Cleveland Cavaliers opening night in his ring gear a week and a half removed from hip surgery. So So either way, yeah. I just Maybe. don't I, I don't want this to be like the last match that they tell us the day after, by the way, Taker's retiring and you just watch him lose to Roman Reigns. Eesh. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm on uh cruise control with Randy Cruz this week. Check that out. Also uh shake them ropes with our good friend Rob McCarron. Check that out as well. Endzone cast come out and make a super super timely decade old practice reference. Oh my god. This, they got a decade old. That's like this 15 years old. And it Is only it? plays in Philly. Like if you're an NBA fan in Philly. Playoffs. Oh man. I want that to happen. Mania. <laughs> oh God. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. I'm waiting for one of those. Uh, Shazaro attacked with ladders. This is going to be a ladder match. Uh, the, the real story of this is Enzo taking a hellacious bump to the outside and Graves' reaction was the best. He couldn't best. stop laughing. Like, I think that he legitimately finds it funny. Like, I'm sure they're buddies or whatever, but right. he finds it hilarious yeah. Yeah. when Enzo gets hurt. Yeah. Like, if, 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 if you had to, like, list characteristics to describe Corey Graves before you got to 10, you would have to say hates Enzo Amore. Like he, like that's, that's how, that's how much he hates the guy. Uh, his, his, his glee at, at, at watching Enzo take terrible bumps. It gives me life. Uh, I, I yeah. love that guy. Sammy Zayn defeated Kevin Owens. These two guys do not miss a beat. Together, like Zane went for the moonsault spot and he stumbled just a little bit. And Owens is like, Nope, pushing him. Yep. Don't know if it was planned, but if it was, if whether it was or wasn't, it was the right move. Yeah. Uh, Zane threw everything he had at Kevin Owens, like Blue Thunder mm-hmm. Bomb. He went for a Haluva kick. Uh, DD, uh, the, the bullet DDT or whatever the hell it's called. He did his flip off the stage. He ran him into stairs. This match was as great as you'd expect. The only thing I didn't like was the announcers acting like Zayn's career was over if he didn't if he lost. Like he couldn't go to NXT or SmackDown. Or or anywhere else in the world that would gladly anywhere have Sammy Zayn. Well, yeah, I mean within their own universe that right. they he, say. He would, yeah, he would that that was my thing is I would have loved to have him lose the match and they go, Oh my god, Sammy Zayn's career is over and start SmackDown next tomorrow night with like, Daniel would, Bryan yeah. signing him to a contract in the back. You know? Like Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Dane Bryan would be like, "Well, that was dumb. <laughs> Why'd they do that?" You're stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, Samoa Joe comes down to the ring. Actually, yeah, yeah. Samoa Joe comes down to the ring. Jericho attacks him with a chair to a huge pop. Sami Zayn wins. He's in the the battle royal. Jericho beats down Owens with a chair. Uh, adds him to the list. Couple things. Okay, who's Owens, Jericho, WrestleMania, U.S. title, who you got? Owens. What does Joe do? Because personally, what I would do is I would have him get involved in the Rollins-Triple-H thing. The lights go out, and there's Finn Balor. That'd be cool. I'd love that. Sure. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I, 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 I do like Samoa Joe being involved in that or in this match in some way. I like him just being the guy who's who's the hitman who's been hired by everybody to mess up, you know, 
the their matches. I think that's that's really good. Uh, uh, he needs to have a prominent role in this uh, in this card in some way. I don't want to see him just get stuck in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Like it's fine if you do put him in there, but don't let it, that be the only thing that he does on the night. It's seven hours well, long. Well, if Samoa Joe gets put in that for some reason, you got a real contender in there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then maybe Sami Zayn just dumps him, dumps him and Braun out. <laughs> that would be, that, like, be the funny. Way, the way if Sami Zayn's going to win that that battle royal, the way he's going to do it is absolutely be thrown through this the middle ropes at some point, and then come back in at the end after selling forever on the outside. I hate that. I hate that though. But that's the way they're going to do it if, if they haven't win that way. Tag title match. Who wins that? I skipped over it. Uh, Gallows and Anderson keep it. I mean, may, maybe, I mean, like, if you think you're going to crown Enzo and Cass at Mania for their first title win ever, maybe. I just, I'm just so down on those guys now. You know, the, God, I don't, I, there's, there's such a story to tell with that, though. Like, there's, uh, there's a way to get them as big, big, big baby faces doing that. Like, Enzo realizes that he is the weak link. The cocky Enzo doubts himself. And Cass is like, no, I'm your friend. And he's like, you know, he says, I hear everybody talk. I know you're a better singles. You'd be better as a singles wrestler. I know you'd be better without me. Let's try it. Right. Uh, the thing let's, is, let's... they've proved they proved this with Bailey. They they're not into let's build the baby face for a long time before we finally give them their one their first championship. Like Bailey was there and then she won. Like it was this like it was this kind of a build thing. Like you're just Bailey and you're a fan. And then she won, and that was it. Like it was, like it wasn't like this. We thought that she's gonna have to try several times to get there. Like the, to me, the thing that that works so well with Enzo and Cass, and why I love them in NXT, is because they would build these feuds they would have with these people over and over again, trying to get all the way to the top and then get knocked back down. Like they did with Blake and Murphy. They did it with the Revival. That that match they had at Roadblock last year with the Revival was stellar. Like you could do that where they just keep getting close to the mountaintop and then getting knocked back down until they finally get over and they would, it would be over huge. But I feel like they're just going to rush it and put the titles on them at mania because they want a big feel good moment. Yeah. And that, that is a shame. Cause I, I feel like there, there is a story to be told there. There was a story to be told with Goldberg and Lesnar, but I don't know if it was told. Um <laughs> Heyman cuts his usual really good promo about what Brock's going to do to Goldberg. He says Lesnar needs the title. Uh, speaks in Hebrew because Goldberg is Jewish. That's that Goldberg the comes out and says he's bring, yeah he says he says that he's bringing WrestleMania to Philadelphia and sp- he yogs to the ring <laughs> and spears Lesnar. Lesnar, to his credit, jumps and makes it look like a million bucks. Sells like crazy. Oh, That's wrong. God. It That's wasn't wrong. a spear. It was a double leg takedown. Like it, that's how he was. He was. He started his spear from two steps away from 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 Lesnar, and Lesnar sold it like he. Like he I don't know. Like he. Like, like the man is how he like, sold it. Like he had, like he had just been shot with an acid bullet in the stomach. Like he, like it's just, I don't even know, man. It was just so weird. Like this, this, this fetish they have for Goldberg as the guy on top. It's so weird. Like 
it's fine if you want to make him into a legitimate badass, but just but making Brock sell for a spear that is as objectively weak as that spear was is weird. Unless Brock was playing possum and overselling to make Goldberg think that he's got one over on Brock. And it like, you know, maybe he'll start the match by uh you know, he's uh being um you know uh, overselling for Goldberg, make Goldberg think he's doing okay, like uh, Shawn Michaels in a Hulk Hogan a match from a few years ago. I remember when 45-year-old Dave Batista as a babyface, maybe two or three years removed from wrestling, people were, like, outraged. Oh, my God. They hated people him. were outraged. We are seeing now... Goldberg, 50 years old, a dozen years, over a dozen years, 13 years removed, not wrestling longer than a couple minutes. It's it's weird. It's And, you know, people are like, oh, he's putting asses in the seat. Yeah, he would do that without the title too. Yeah. It would do the same thing. My thing is you have to put on smoke and mirrors to make – not even make him look passable, to disguise that he's not horrible. He fell down the first time he got physical outside of the ring. Like he fell down throwing a knee to Rusev. Yep. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Who's winning Sunday? It has to be Brock. Yeah, it has to be, but here's the thing. Traditionally, traditionally, WWE has not given a single fuck over the past eight years or so who's coming and who's going. Right. They just don't care. Yeah, but you think but, about logical choice and building towards the future, and we think of this because, you know, what would what would mean the best for their business as it would apply to our business, and it'd probably be Brock Lesnar. But I mean, The Rock beat John Cena the first time; nobody saw that coming. Not a lot of people saw that coming. Yeah, but that was because they knew they were they knew that once in a lifetime was going to be twice in a lifetime. They already knew ahead of time. They already had booked that match. So they knew that was going to they happen. May, they may have booked another one. They might book this for Raw, you, what, the Raw if, the next night, for all we know. Listen, if you are going to book Goldberg versus Brock for next year's WrestleMania, uh, I might have to start walking down that long ramp myself if it ends in, in a lake somewhere where I could drown myself. That would just be terrible. Somebody says, what if Finn Balor comes back and beats both of their asses? Well, well that would be nice. That would no. be... No. Nah, I don't think a 180-pound guy beating up Brock Lesnar and Goldberg would have a little bit of a problem with that. And I am one of the the people who says I don't believe in the, that size matters. Well, when it's Brock Lesnar, it matters a little, especially yes. when all the guy does is throw kicks. And Brock Lesnar, if you were in an MMA fight with him, the one thing you would not do is throw a kick because he would double-leg you and cripple you. Uh, God, I couldn't imagine that would happen, but – yeah, uh, tomorrow night I am back with Anna Bauer, host of WWE Most Ridiculous. Go check her out on the sidebar of uh, Fightful.com and Jeff Hawkins briefly because Jeff will be leaving to go to Orlando. He'll be sending us some info, stuff like that. Wednesday I'm back with Jimmy Van. That's just one of the most fun shows to do. I got open shows with uh, Matt Riddle and Shane Helms. Get your questions in. I want them on that podcast board. The Raw podcast board right now. Submit your questions. Do it. Thousands of you listen to this show. 
I shouldn't have any less than thousands of questions. Bottom line. Um, I'm doing a members-only show on Friday. We'll talk about wrestling. We'll talk about really anything. But you have to register at Fightful.com. It's absolutely free. No credit card required. And then, of course, Saturday and Sunday, I'm here with Alex and Anna covering NXT TakeOver Orlando and WrestleMania. At some point this week, I'm also going to preview NXT TakeOver Orlando. I might do that tomorrow with Anna because the SmackDown show is short and we'll only have really two people to do that. So, so yeah. Alex, anything else on your mind? I literally sent you assignments while we did this podcast. Yeah, I know. I was going to write about this giant cut on over Seamus's eye. And apparently, and maybe, maybe Paige, too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also, uh, we got um, we got uh, Battleground was announced tonight uh, for Philadelphia in July. So that'll be fun. Hopefully the crowd's better. Um, yeah, hopefully that. I'm Does, sure it will doesn't be. This exact same, doesn't this exact same arena have now Battleground and the Royal Rumble next year? Like, they're really buttering up Philadelphia. Yeah, and it, 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 this crowd seemed like an anomaly, really. We have never seen one like that. Like, it was so yeah. odd. Like, I don't know what they thought they were getting, but it's a, it's a go-home-before-WrestleMania. They're not, like, expanding in any uh, extra energy, and they don't have to. Somebody asked if we're covering Hall of Fame. Yes, we will have a live discussion open for that as well. Um, I don't know if I'll hand anybody coverage duties to listen to these people. The the only one you've got to listen to is Jim Cornette to see if he sets fire to the stage. Yeah. But here's our schedule, guys. Thursday, we got the Matt Riddle broadcast. We've got Impact Live coverage, Evolve 80 coverage, Joey Janela Spring Break coverage, Friday, the Shane Helms podcast. Progress Wrestling live coverage, Evolve 81 live coverage, WWE Hall of Fame live discussion, and Bellator Rampage versus King Mo coverage. Saturday, WWN Super Show live coverage. We're going to have a live discussion of the ROH Supercard uh, of Honor. Uh, NXT TakeOver Orlando coverage. we got a live podcast right after that. And then after that podcast, Beyond Wrestling coverage. Sunday at noon, we're going to open up the WrestleMania 33 live coverage. We have a podcast after that. Of course, Raw and SmackDown coverage and podcasts after those as well. We're going to be busy bees. <laughs> follow Alex at Palowski the fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Of course, follow us at Fightful Wrestle, at Fightful MMA, at Fightful Online. As always, guys, let us know what you want out of Fightful.com. If you don't visit Fightful.com for your news, uh, interviews, videos, photos, tell us why. Tell us what we can do to get you here, uh, to get you checking our news all day long. Just clickety-clack. It must be Alex. I think that's why. Yeah, it could be. No. I think they like you. <laughs> I think they like you, Alex. <laughs> that's hope. Hey, Fightful is a pro wrestling tea store. Head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash Fightful. Check that out. Somebody says, so many podcasts. Yeah, we got a lot. We have a lot. Uh, a lot of people tell us they watch us like at work and stuff like that. Also, you can head over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Sapp. Get your boy shirt. I'm willing to bet you'll see that on SmackDown tomorrow. Just a prediction. <laughs> Hopefully Mojo wipes his uh, bronzer off with it. <laughs> Guys, until next time. We're- 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.